everyone welcome back to the don pod for season 2023 can you believe it hello nathan how are you i'm good thanks sam how are you yeah good got my new mic very new mic new setup very excited by my new mic still on the same couch though still on the same yeah some things never change no uh the the mic broke the bank if we're honest um uh, we're here for 2023. We're going to talk about some things tonight, uh, including practice matches. Uh, we'll have a look at both Gold Coast and St Kilda. Um, definitely not our best 2023. Mm. Uh, we're not going to make a best 23. We're not, we promise. Should, um, we, well, should we be picking like on that? Should we have a, a 23 that we think will play round one because it's Hawthorne or just the best 23? I think it's based on round one. Yeah, okay, cool. If, if, if we go with that. Yep. Um, We'll, we'll do some socials. We'll talk to you if you're on the Facebook Live in the comments. And then we'll we'll talk about some season expectations, what we want to see, where we want to be in, um, what month is it? March, six months' time. We'll do some more socials because we're like we're good like that. Because uh, we hope someone's listening. We hope there's someone gets in the comments. Um, yep. And then we'll just talk some general AFL predictions, what we think um, of the rest of the mob. We're certainly not going to be in the... F- sort of grand final contention are we so we'll throw some wild predictions out there and <laughs> look stupid in six months time yep right so pre-season start with the beginning it's a good place to start gold coast we won by five it's a bit hard to find data on this one by five points mm. um we were we got in front just at the end of the fifth in period the fifth period and thought, yep, we're in front. That's enough for us. Let's go home. So, um, <laughs> and we did. <laughs> and we're just at clear. One of the more And then I think they things. went out and like had a little practice. Yeah, kicky. they played each other. Yeah. Because um, they're like, we haven't run enough yet. And we're like, we're pooped. <laughs> I had to go on Twitter to work out what the freaking hell was going on. <laughs> that's what they said. They're going to play each other. So, yep. fair enough. Um, it was a little while ago. And um, for me, probably. Hard to read. We were shocking for bits of it, mm. and then we looked pretty good for bits of it. Um, mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. have to admit, I didn't watch all of either of the games, so I'm a bit limited on that front. But um, I'll get your thoughts, and then we'll probably move on pretty quickly to the Saints game because data. Well, yeah, like I, I, the Gold Coast game, I agree. Was it was up and down. It was it's patches we saw that were really interesting. Patches I thought there were a little bit of old habits. There was a period where I thought we were back into our old habits of how we defended and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. that was um, concerning. But there also, I, you know, I thought some players, probably Setterfield, looked really good in first time out in our jumper. Mm-hmm. And um, and I also was really impressed by a couple of the young players, um, Davey Jr. and Menzies. But that flowed on, I think, to the St Kilda game, really, where we can actually talk about some numbers. Yes, we do like numbers. Well, numbers can either prove that we're wrong or right or just make us look stupid. Make us look stupid, yes. <laughs> um, so, Saints game was 10-7-67 to um, Saints and three goals, 14. Uh, to, three goals. It was... So, it was the same scoring shots? Uh, 17 apiece, yeah. Yep. So um, I think, again, I in the past, and I remember a couple of years ago playing Richmond in Wangaratta and we got absolutely mm. stumped. I remember that. 
um, possibly last year, the year before, getting absolutely pummeled. That's not what you want in preseason, right? I can deal with losing. Mm. I can deal with this because although we lost, that's fine. We still showed a little bit in patches that make me just go, okay, maybe we've learnt, got some good learnings. Is that the worst fault? Thing. Um, I also think too, just on that, I think in the game, like I think there has to be an asterisk next to it because of the conditions. Like, oh yeah, that was shocking. Though it was blowing a gale to one to the left, and and I think too part of that is obviously it's St Kilda's training ground, so they'll deal with that. Like they train under those conditions. Now I know it gets windy at, at where we train it's too. Pretty windy at the airport, yeah. But it's also you're just familiar with that, which way the wind blows or how it cuts across you. And you could see we struggled with our positioning to deal with how to deal with that wind because we're either our forwards were too far up or defenders were too far back, you know, a few times. And I think we couldn't when they were bombing long or they had shots from outside 50 that they were getting and we were missing by miles. And well, I mean, that's one major thing is our kicking was abysmal. Atrocious. Um, Pete kicked one goal four, Nick Martin zero three, Perkins yeah. zero two. Like, yeah. I don't think we're going to see that too often. Even Tip Woody missed a pretty straightforward. Like he's a very reliable set shot, and he was about thirty out and missed it. Yeah, um, I don't think we're going to see it too much during the year for that. But we are, we were a bit like that last year. We had a couple of games where we kicked mm. ourselves out of it, so it might be a bigger issue. But certainly for Pete Wright, who's got possibly the best set shot in the game, you know, top three at least. One goal four is awful. Yeah. So, um, as you said, bit of an asterisk on that. The main thing I took, which is only once or twice, it didn't actually happen too often, but we looked, we didn't get that counterattack, that um, opposition transitioning defence to attack. Mm. And when they did, we seemed to be a lot better set up behind the ball. 100%. Deal with it. So, and that was the one instance I can think of. I think it was actually Setterfield who got back. Mm. And I'm fairly certain it was the Saints kicking with the wind yep. in that quarter. So, um, so that, yeah, that was definitely something we did better. We defended the ground a lot better. We didn't get, like last year, you know how in our early games especially, we just looked at, we were so far up the ground that when they turned over, we were just not there. And no one was ever there. Like it was two-on-ones or three-on-ones. We yep. didn't see that in this game. And I don't think we saw that in the Gold Coast game. I can't remember that as well. But it wasn't as bad. But mm. if, if, they, if they did get there, if they did go from D50 to attacking 50, we were still way more set up. But I don't think they scored a goal from the no. D50 to like, whereas that was, I think, one of the main ways teams were scoring against that us was, last year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so that, if that's, that's one thing that's, in, it can improve and will improve hopefully more throughout the year, then I'm very happy with that. Because yep. that was horrible to watch last year. Yes, we got cut open. Mm. Um, so that's a positive. Um, for the bit I watched the Saints game, Wright took a few nice pack marks. Um, obviously, kicking will spilled a on. few too. I was spilled a few, but yeah. he was a bit like that last year, and we still got fifty-two goals out of him. So, yep. What do you think of the Wright and Wiedemann and and then Draper? I guess throw in those and and Jones, the four or five tools that we. From played. what I watched across both games, Jones barely touched the footy. Jones was atrocious. I, I don't, don't remember think, seeing but, him. Near but the ball. hopefully, better for the run. Yep. Um, Wiedemann, a bit the same. I know he had a few more touches that I saw, but it was a bit higher up the ground. Which, if that's the plan, and that lets Pete stay at home, fine. I, I think it's a plan. I did see right way up the ground a few times. I don't know if he's goal. Uh, Maybe they just kick chasing or just they're still working out each other. You know what they're doing. Mm. And who's the other one? Wiedemann, right, 
Oh, that was it, the three, right? Yeah, well, and then how that affect Draper, because, like, obviously I was watching how when Draper went off, because he had a great matchup in um, their Ruckman. Um, uh, Saints, Marshall. That? Yeah, Marshall, who's going to be a great player. Um, and he, so when he went off, Wiedemann would come on, and that still allowed us to have Jones and or Wright as those marking options, even though I think, some of the times we got that wrong because they were too far up the ground and then the defenders were looking to kick to them and they'd sort of gone, come too far or not far enough. But I like the strategy of that because what we, one of the problems we had last year was that when Draper would go off and Wright would come into the ruck, it left no one to mark the ball. So yeah. when a defender's in the inside 50 looking for someone to kick just to get out of trouble, you've got to have a tall on the wing to mark it or at least contest it. So Wiedemann's really the ruck, isn't he now? He, that's... Wiedemann, I think, is a backup ruck. If we look at the like hit outs, so Draper had 29, Wright had 14, and Wiedemann 5. So that throws so, that out. Well, Wright was rucking in the forward line. Yes, true. Um, which, and if I think Draper The got CBA show that Wiedemann did we 6%. CBA. So he, sorry, set amounts attendances. <laughs> showed that Wiedemann went, was at 6%. So he turned up to a couple mm, set right, bounces. Right, not many. zero. So, yeah, right zero. So that means that right, that, all of Wright's rucking was in the forward line. Yeah, yeah. So that's mm-hmm. that's that's a good insight to what we'll probably see. Draper. So this you have to play all three of them, and I guess then Jones. Look, he's hor- He was horrible, and I think he was the worst statistic player besides maybe Caldwell, who went off in the first or second yeah, quarter. Forgiven. Yeah. <laughs> so I think you have to kind of play. I don't know. It's a tricky one. You need another marking forward because that normally might have been Stringer. If he was fit. Yeah, possibly. We're going to get into the best 20, not best 23. Not at all. Mm. Definitely not the best 23. It's not. It's just ours. No, because we're never going to get it right. Mm. Um, all right. Any, anything else really to touch on from that? I think. Oh, well, I, not, I, want, I want to mention a couple of things. Setterfield, yep. again, I was yes. really impressed with him. Yes, yes. good call. Oh, the other thing too, what, statistics. So tackling, something we were a bit frustrated with last year. Very. Very frustrated. So I, I believe in this game, I'm guessing, I think I remember to say, we had 19 inside 50 tackles and we averaged something like six last year. Yeah. Wow. And if you look at those tackles, six were um, Jai Menzies. So boom, he stays in the side. If you're going to bring that, you bring that every week. Love that. He he looked really nice. He looked really nice. So I was very impressed by him. And the other, Tip and Woody, who didn't play a game last year, that's correct, and he didn't play any games. He had three, and um, Davy Junior had three. So there's oh, can we just gush twelve about between the, th- the between the three of them, and we averaged like six last year. So and none of them played last year. Well, Menzi yeah. played one game, maybe? one or two, wasn't yeah, it? one or two. So that's the difference I want to see in the team this year. Is those three? Tip and Woody probably still, I think, might wouldn't hurt a VFL game or two, just a bit of fitness. But that's what. We've got to bring to the table tackling forward pressure and holding that ball in our forward fifty because last year it just spat out way too quickly. Yeah, and that 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 puts pressure on your defenders. Well, that helps that transition. So, yeah, that's good. Um, can we gush about David Junior, please? Go gush! Oh my god! Again, mm. only saw bits. I be honest, I didn't get to sit down and watch it all, but he just. There was a passage of play, half forward wing, probably more wing, where he was running streaming forward and then went, oh, shit, I've got nothing to kick to. Turned around, dodged a tackle, took his time, found a target. 
he may have missed the kick because of the wind. But yeah. but um, there was also another stage where he was down half back or back pocket, I'd nearly say, and and took a mark and got involved in the play. And I thought, oh, well, this is good. He just looks good. He looks comfortable. He looks skilled. Composed. He, composed. He's got pace to burn. Like He will run people down on the wing of the MCG when they think they're trotting along, thinking all the world's good. And one against he will all hunt them down. Yeah. Um, um, so, and what's interesting about that too, like, so we're t- I'm talking about Setterfield play well. I think um, Merritt, uh, sorry, Menzies and Davey and McGrath, uh, so Tip and Woody was okay, but I, I didn't think he was great. I mean, he did his Tip and Woody things. Kicked a nice goal against Gold Coast, might have been, or maybe Saints. Yeah, a crumbing goal. Just, yep. just, yeah, off the pack, bang goal. Yep. That, that's beautiful. Yep. But they're three players new to the club that look really good. Um, One other thing I will say quickly is that yes. our our boy, um, Rusty. Rusty, yeah, okay, yeah. Looked rusty. <laughs> Second year blues. And the concern was, is he now had 12 months in our system that he's got worse? Back. <laughs> Surely not. I was thinking that, oh, God, is he worse? Because like, his preseason games last year were unreal. Like, oh, he's playing. Well, that's right. He got a spot one. on the list because of those. Yeah, and then his first game, he 27 oh. touches, five goals. And I'm looking at him now going, oh, God. He well, looks in his <laughs> he looks defense, better at least. In his defence, he can't possibly improve on I'm last year. I'd find it very team. hard to believe that he'd improve. 30 Two. touches and six goals round one. <laughs> no less. <laughs> or you dropped. Yeah. Um, you know, in terms of like, you know, we're focusing a bit on new players. Pidge, McGrath, look good mm. off halfback, good ball yep. use. Um, Ridley. In terms of super coach and fantasy, played very well. Uh, Riddles, yep. Um, why is there no just bloody... No, no disposal count on that website you sent me. Thank you. Oh, yeah, well, we don't care about that. No. Uh, yeah, Riddle's 27 touches, 107 fantasy. Just same old, same old, really. Um, yeah, Setterfield, as you mentioned, McGrath, Merritt, all the usual suspects, really. Mm. Um, Kelly but, had a fair bit of football, which I don't know how well, to make of that. I, I'm really, I, I have serious issues with Kelly, and it's a personal thing. I, I get frustrated with the when he gets the ball, he is so slow to make a decision. Like you watch his brain tick tick tick, tick like and the guys are like, a, "Kick it to me, no. kick it to me," and he's like, "Gee, that's a pretty good option. I probably should go for." Oh, hang on, someone's rolled over on him. No, don't worry about it now. I'll look for a different spot to kick it. Like, oh god, he's slow <laughs> of brain. Like slow of mind. We got a few of them, to be fair. Yeah, not I, just I, him. Yeah. Anyway, I I thought he was he, he just frustrates me. Yeah, that's fair. He did to me too, but last year, but. I've given him the benefit of the doubt that we weren't mm. playing him in the right position. So, and the other thing, probably, yeah. I just mentioned was that I thought our midfield looked really fumbly, like um, Parish yeah. and um, uh, like Merritt. Merritt was okay, but um, okay. Shiel and Parish, I thought just Ugh. yeah, forgivable early on. Mm. I can, I can practice game. No, That's but if we say. get to round one and they're fumbly, then I'm going to be exactly. sitting there going, "Well, that was shit, wasn't it?" So, yep. can't what have they been doing all tra- preseason? Have they touched yeah. the ball? And that's that's the concern. You either look at it, and go, "Oh, it's a practice game. It's okay," or it's a practice game. Why? There's, a, there's a fine <laughs> line. There is a fine mm. line there, and I'm yet yeah. to find it. Um, I'm going to jump into socials now because yep. I've had a few comments that I just oh want to discuss um, because there's some good things to talk about. Yep. Um, I'll read them all out just because I'm nice like that. I guess. Um, been a while. Three. Been a long time. <laughs> it won't take summers. long. Let it go. Um, <laughs> Simon can't get behind Scott and he asks, do I have to? Yes, you have to. Let's give him a chance, you know. Yeah, Let's I know. Toe the party yeah. line. Just... Toe the party line, yeah. Oh, I've just... got high yeah. hopes for him. I think you're a bit less 
I just don't like. I've never liked him as a no. coach, and I'm he's struggling with that. But he's ours now, so we got to jump on. Um, <laughs> if we get success, I might like him. A few comments, rightfully mentioning Paddy Ryder back at the club. That is amazing news. Um, well, it's very interesting as you and I had a brief discussion about it. I it was of the view that he didn't like us anymore. Yes, I was of that view. But for our Indigenous program, and that's his role 100%. The club, I can't remember the exact title, but it was to do with that Indigenous side of things. That's great. Yep. Um, Graham also says, want to throw a curly question. Mm. And I'll limit your response here to maybe a yes or no. Mm. And let me finish. Mm. Do we trade Parrish at the end of the season to get some mm. hardened up players? I'm going to say big fat no. If I can be quick. Uh, I'll say yes. Okay, I like it. Um, by the way, I'm very impressed with young Voss. Yes, we didn't talk about Voss. Oh, Thank yeah, Voss, you. He was... Good, good, Graham. Well done, Graham. That was one of my highlights. We got from the, from the we down notes or something. <laughs> he looked unreal. Oh, massive fan. Rusty Martin at 23. Mm, and I... I actually thought he would have played in this game against St. Tilda because yeah, I, was I thought he's sort of the, for me, he's a bit of a, not as not the same, but he's a bit of a stringer replacement. He's a big body. He's, you know, he's courageous. And yeah. Got some good, hard. good skills to be not, you know, way up the ground, but anyway, I, I don't mind him at all. Yeah. I, I was really impressed. And I'd like you surprised he didn't play against St. Tilda. Um, Let's still be a sneaky for the round one. Cause 100%. he apparently played very, very well in the VFL. hundred um, percent. Sneaky. Um, probably won't go into the parish thing right now. Might save that for the end of the year. Um, I'm up to the suggestion. I'm, anyone, I'm open to the suggestion. Yeah, I'm open to the suggestion. Safe, but I don't. Anyone's no one's safe at the club at the moment. There's no success. You can't have everyone safe if we're not succeeding. Like that doesn't make sense to me. Like, seriously, Merritt could go. I couldn't care. We're a shit team. We've been shit team for 20 years. If this group of 20, about 24 to 27-year-olds that are at our club, the Parishes, the Merits, the, probably not Setterfield, I won't blame him, the Shields, oh, these yes. guys, <laughs> McGrath, they're all been at the club. They've played 100-plus yeah, games now. They're a long time. If yep. they don't pull their f***ing heads out and start playing decent football, not for just three or four weeks in a row, but for 22 weeks, then I would say you're on the chopping board, mate. We'll find someone else who wants to put in. Yep, fair enough. Nath goes whack. There you go. Boom. Um, Lucas, Davy, and Setterfield both good against the Saints. Yes, agree. Um, computer's just been a pain. Scott, Saints kicked 10 goals. It was windy, but it wasn't a gale. It was our kicking. I was at the game. Yeah, fair enough. We, we'll work on that. That's okay. Yep. Um, it did look very windy. The trees were. Did, yeah, the, yeah. And you can see the ball yeah. in flight just about. Yeah. Um, Johnny reckons we should put Paddy back in the forward line. I'd yeah. like to see him in the ruck, back at Ruxman. He could he could play a half forward role. Um, he was one of my favourite players. When he, I must admit, he was. I loved same. Patrick Ryder. When I, he was I at, had I had the number thirty on my jumper. Yep, I loved him when he was at the club. Loved him. I loved the way he jumped over everyone and ran fast. He scoop up the ball when he was six foot ten. Anyway, gushing. Oh, um, Johnny and Scott also mentioning Red Dog was good both games. Um, I can't remember uh, no, seeing I, him, so I can't comment. I disagree with that. I thought Red Dog was pretty shit. To be honest, in the St Kilda game, I'd less probably noticed him in the other game. If I have a quick look at his... What do you want? Stats for the Saints game? Stats. 10 kicks, he... 7 handballs, 6 marks, 2 tackles. This doesn't scream like you've had a great game, does oh, it? Brilliant. It's not. 
it's not horrible either. That's fair enough. No, no, it's. I don't think he, I don't. Yeah. Anyway, I think he was fine. He just ran in the you know getting the game through. But I wouldn't. He wasn't the best player. No. And last last comment for now, Gavin. It's going to take a long time, lots of O's, to get Rutten's influence out of this squad. So it's going to take patience to sort through all of that crap. Fair enough comment. I agree. I, you can't expect miracles from Scott, even this year, let alone you know no, in will, the first month. I would say somewhere around. I would my theory would be somewhere around say rounds eight to round fifteen. We might see some football. That is what we want to see. And then at the back end of it, we might start to wear out and the front end is still trying to work out how to play it. Yeah. But somewhere in the middle of the year, we should see four or five, six games where we go, hey. That was all right. Let's not know. jump ahead to the season expectations. Sorry. Please. Um, that's okay. That was my fault. I made the comment. All right. What's next? What are we talking about now? It's been uh, a while. Best been or been not best 23. Definitely not our best 23. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Nath has sent me a very beautiful... Um, Shut up. I'm going to put this on the screen. I'm going to show the people what we're dealing oh. with here. <laughs> PowerPoint. This PowerPoint. Is the thing. PowerPoint. Um, I, remember, I'm 46, Sam. PowerPoint that's what, it, is that's what it looks like for the people at home. It is I can't a work of absolute art. Um, there you go. That's what we're working with. <laughs> I'm yet to find anything better, so I'm happy to go with it. It works for me because I can just drag the little names around and move them around the board and I go, whee! Fantastic. Like a little magnet board for me. I'll just get give the people at home an idea of what I'm working with. <laughs> um so obviously we're going to call it a not best 23 and that is purely because these are absolute nonsense 99% of the time and I doubt there's been a person in human history of any AFL side ever who has got the first round 23 or 22 right and I I don't think I think there's two there's a bias there's our bo- for yes. me, it's my bias there's yes. who I want to see out there not and I'm not in the club. I don't know anyone at the club. We're not affiliated with the club. Obviously. You know, so we don't actually know what's going on. No. <laughs> and and me and you have pretty similar biases. So we do have a bit of an echo chamber. So if you're yeah. sitting there fuming because you think we got one wrong, comment. We'll talk yeah. about it. That, that's that's 100%. what we're here for. So to that, I've asked Nathan to group it in six. So yep. we're not going to get hung up on who's half forward and who's full back and whatever. We're just going to go back six. Middle five with the Ruckman. Yep. Forward six bench, yeah, including in the, the sub. They just they play on the players that match them, not yeah. They don't play it actually yeah. center back. And this is on the assumption of round one. So injuries aside, Sardis, Hobbs, Heppel, Caldwell, all presuming not playing. Stringer, yep. not through lack of. We don't think they're good enough. It's purely because they're not. Langford's an interest. I, I heard he trained today, but I don't know where he's at either. Yeah. Okay. That'll be interesting. And obviously, I've also thought about Hawthorne as the opposition. Like if they've got a lot of tall forwards or short forwards or, you know, defenders and whatnot. And this is why the show would fall apart without you because I have not. I did. I, did have, I had a think, a thought about it. No, it wasn't. A thought. All right. Well, I've thought about deep. it now. So that counts, right? Um, well, I haven't actually done a lot of changes since you sent it to me, to be honest. But I think lock, we'll start from defense because yep, that's the boring bit. Um, absolute lock or lock, sir. Is Zerk Thatcher, McGrath, Ridley, Redmond? Yep, hundred percent. I can't. They... Laverde, McGrath, Ridley, Redmond, and Zerk Thatcher can't can't go out of the side. Well, Laverde is interesting. Could Laverde and Reed be? Possible... I will. We'll, I will, this is where we might differ. See, I would say um, if you're going to drop anyone, it's going to be Kelly, because 
I think Laverde can play on talls, whereas Kelly was brought to the club to play on smalls, then I would argue that's McGrath's job now. So this is, if McGrath's gone back, which he clearly has, he surely puts pressure on Kelly because you can't have Kelly, who's at about 190, 189 centimetres. McGrath's like 181 or maybe, or not much fucking taller. He's a midget. And then what I assume is Hind, D'Ambrosio, or, you know, those sort of, so one of those, so you can't have too many of these shorts. And Kelly, for the me, is the one that I think you could replace with a 200-centimetre defender. Yeah. So mm. you've got Lav. I've got Lav, yep. And who's the second small? Uh, I've got D'Ambrosio on. D'Ambrosio, okay. Oh, so that's what you sent me, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty obvious. Pay attention, Sam. Yeah. Um, I'll differ slightly. I think... As much as I think Lav's a bloody decent footballer and tough as nails and hard as a rock and all that, I don't think he fits just because of his height. Yeah. When you've got Zerk Thatcher, who came so good towards the end of last season, mm-hmm. and you've also got Reed, who appears to be fit and he's playing, yep. I would have him in over Lav. And don't disagree on D'Ambrosio, but I think realistically it'll be hind. So I disagree there because Hein did not play. He played like 20% of the game against St Kilda. And I think my theory here is that Essendon prefer the kicking skills. D'Ambrosio. D'Ambrosio than the running, if that's a skill, of um, Hein. Because we don't, We if you look at our, the other stat that came out of the game from St Kilda is that, it, so last year we handballed way too much. There was too much handballing. Already in the first two games, we've moved towards more a kicking team. So you have to be, Really good at kicking. If obviously going to play the kicking game, stupid yep. statement. Clearly, fair enough. But yep. you're going to pick D'Ambrosio over Hind for that because of his that foot by foot, he's a weapon. He yep. splits teams. Yep, so that's, my that's fair enough. And this is probably maybe a little bit of a remnant of truck in that. Yeah, seem to pick the same guys regardless of of their form and yep. all that. So hundred percent. So well, this is good. Hind didn't make my team at all. Just to... I wouldn't have him in if it was like. If I was picking a team myself, yep. he's not in it. I just and it goes partly goes back to the fact that I don't think you can play Hind, McGrath, Redmond, and Kelly. I just that Hind, McGrath, Kelly. There's four players there, all under 190 centimeters defenders. Which is if why if we play running. teams that have got tall forwards, which a few of them do now, they're all useless. Particularly against Hawthorne, who are so young, it's probably a really good game for Reed. Um, well, it's, it's a great 100. percent I would look if Reed and Cox are fit. I would have them as two tall fours. I would nearly, I mean, Zerk Thatcher's not 100% for me. He's got to play as well as he did last year. Again, he can't now just, no offense, but the year before he was pretty shit. You know, like if he if we see a bit of that bad form come out of him again, he's out. Yeah, the team but for I think a... he was pretty good against St Kilda. He was very good at the end of last year. So yep. he's in. 100% he's in. But um, his spot is not. It's not that, as solid. No. Not as solid as, say, McGrath and Ridley. For me and Redmond, like they're the untouchable three defenders. So we're in agreement on Zerk Thatcher, McGrath, Ridley, Redmond. Yep. And D'Ambrosio. I'll I'll go with on that. I just Hind is more. I think that's what they'll go with more than I think he should play. And you're yep. having Laverde over Reed. Well, I'm as playing said, Laverde because I think Laverde has been a great player for us for two years. Um, as I said, Kelly's the one that would be out, and I would replace yeah, with Kelly Reed out, if yeah. Reed's fit. See, I don't know how fit Reed is. Well, I mean, that's an assumption I'm making yep. that he is. If yeah. Reed's fit, then it's Reed over Kelly. So Reed's on the bench. 
Okay, we'll get to the bench. Don't yeah. confuse things. Well, it's not I, a bad shout. My theory actually. there. So I've got my. six defenders on the field and then one defender on the bench. So I think you, the team, if you looked at it consistently, we usually pick six forwards, one on the bench, one forward on the bench, six defenders, one on the bench, and then either two mid, extra midfielders or maybe a ruckman, depending on you know what we're dealing with. Yeah, which that'll be interesting in itself. <laughs> um, midfield three, so just your centre and the wings. Uh, so I've gone, again, just on the field, I've gone Shield in the middle and then Durham and Martin on the wings. I agree entirely. I question Mark over Langford if he's fit, but I'll probably chuck him on the bench if he is more so than... He might make a good sub. Yeah, okay. If he's we'll get... 90%, because we'll he can play that. a few roles. Yeah. He can play forward, midfield. Probably could go defence if you had to push him. Okay, well, that was boring. We agreed. Well, I think, look, to be honest, um, if if everyone's fit, then I would have Sardis over Durham. Hmm. Well, how how far off is he? It was pretty serious. He got out of the moon boot today, so oh, nice. okay. probably next week. <laughs> if he's got the healing powers of, um, what's his name, Sam Walsh, who apparently might play round one or two. Like, I'm going, God, bloody hell, is he touched by yeah, God? They're, that they're, that's a PR stunt. They're trying to put the shit up with you. Well, yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. Um... I, I, to be honest, I think the problem with that, Sam, is that we don't have many other options. For me, Setterfield and Shield would be, like, Setterfield's my other midfielder that, that playing that role. So him and Shield are swapping. Uh, a forward line Forward six Who's locked in? Forward six Right 100% locked Right right is genuine no-brainer mm-hmm. No brainer. No brainer. No brainer. I think Wiedemann as well I think he's brought in for that second ruck duty So I think that was a pretty deliberate I think he has boy. to play because of his role Yes, I yeah. agree um, Perko I've got Perko at half forward as well 100% he fit somewhere, so we'll just have. Well, him he there. has to play. He's, he's a he's a young player. We need to get, continue to get games into. And Davy Junior, I don't think, don't think Davy Junior is a lock, but I've got. I think he's a lock. I think he's a lock because of what he brings, the tackling, and him and Menzies are my other two. So Menzies a lock for me. Six tackles in a practice game, and he looked. He, in front kicked, of goal. Yeah. he looked. He, he kicked a few in the Gold Coast game. Yeah. He's a threat. He's a. a Genuine, he will step in front of Guelphie and Snelling really quickly. Okay. I'll, I'll have Menzi in there as well. I I'm, I'm a bit iffy about that one, but I'll have him. Uh, the only player I've taken out of yours was Jones. I don't think we'll play three tools like mm-hmm. that. Fair enough. Which is a bit iffy because it's quite small then, but Guelphie I've got in there instead. Just as the ever safe utility. Could easily be Langford if he's fit. Yeah, yeah. I like um, Langford too. For my other one, it could be Voss. Voss, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say. What about Tip and Woody? So did he make your team? Yeah, bench. I've got him. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Which we'll get to. Um, followers, I don't think there'll be any arguments. Draper Parish no. merit. Yeah, yeah. Mm, if there's someone else in there, then the only one that gets to, with, especially with Caldwell. Oh, I've still got Caldwell on my bench, actually. He's out. Well, I'm assuming he will be out. Yeah, he will. Um, Setterfield looks like he'll get a lot of midfield time. As I said, I think in the in the previous game, he had um, 47% um, centre bounce attendance. So, he was, you know, nearly 50% he was there at centre bounces. So that means yep. he's got a pretty strong midfield role. Yep. Um, you bench, I guess. So I've got Setterfield, um, mm-hmm. McDonald, Tip and Woody. And I chuck Laverde on there because that was a good shout for me before that 
probably need a defensive player on the bench. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth spot could it's be any one of a number. Yeah. I've got Snelling and Langford. Snelling hasn't been horrible. Yep. I don't mind any of them. I think if Langford's fit, he plays, period. I think so, Guelphie might be injured too. That might be an issue about your team. Shit. <laughs> Why wasn't he in the injured column? Sorry, I forgot. I mean, it's your it's, fault. It's fair enough. I do remember him doing a hamstring a few weeks ago that he, yeah, I don't know okay. if he got back to full training. And this is why we claim to know nothing. Yeah. Um, what's your bench? Sorry, I forget. Oh, well, I've gone a set of fielders that midfield, um, extra midfielder with Langford if he's fit, because I think he can, as we talked about, can play a bunch of roles. He's he can go half yeah. forward and go midfield and go wing, he's you fit. know, can do a fair bit. And then um, uh, Setterfield Reed, as I said, as the backup defender, and Davy Junior had on the bench with um, Menzi on the field because I think he's yep. just been brilliant. Okay, fairly straightforward. Um, a sub, I have got this is edgy, so edgy, Voss. Yeah, I, I love it. It's not edgy at all. Um, I had him on the field. I don't think there's a lot of other players that really fit the sub. It's really- Mold like you don't have a key or a tall because no, that's not what you want. Mm. Could go a Wanganine, but he's pretty one dimensional in terms of what he offers. Well, you could go a Cox because depending well, yeah, on his Cox fitness, is pretty versatile. Because I don't know how fit he is, but you might not want to play him for half a game if he's got injuries. Yeah. I, I don't know his situation, but he's a guy who can play half forward, full forward, wing, ruck, whatever you know. Well, based on the very little we saw of Voss, if we lost a small defender. All right, he's... he might be able to do it. If we lost a midfielder, all right, he might be able to do it. If we lost a forward, that's generally where he plays. So yep. 100%. it kind of works for me. Um, yep. I, I had Tip and Woody. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Because I, I, I mean, if he We're came sure on in playing. the third quarter, say, say in perfect world, no one's injured, but he just comes on to replace, I don't know, someone maybe in the, maybe Langford breaks down. Great input. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then he would come on. If he came on for half a game, he could have real influence. Yeah, hundred percent. He's dangerous. Mm. But yeah, that's what yeah, you want. You want a, you want a bit of a line between weapon, dangerous, mm. and versatile. It, it's, it's it's as we've talked about. It's tough to pick because we don't know, you know who's super fit and who's yeah. carrying stuff. And you want to you want to pick twenty three fit guys. Like Absolutely. in the end, and you don't want to have carrying injuries in around one. Welfi is a prime candidate for sub two. For the same yep, reason. True. So Snelling less so maybe because no, he's a bit one dimensional as well. Well, he can play at least in the midfield and forward, but defending, no. No. But you're not gonna generally not gonna get a player that can play anywhere. No. Unless we but... keep um we got rid of him. What's his name came from Brisbane? Cutler. Cutler. He could do it all. Could... Yeah. That's it was a good that's a strange delisting in my books anyway. <laughs> right. Well, I'm gonna close that horrendous uh PowerPoint. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Beautiful PowerPoint. It's it's gorgeous. Thank you. Uh, a few more comments from that. Not a lot, actually, which is surprising. Uh, one comment. Maybe, there you go. Not many at all. Many, maybe everyone just agreed. Went, oh, we're so on it. Yeah. Don't tell us if we're not, because you'll make me sad. Um, Hine is getting on in age. Dan Brosio should play. Let him develop. Fair enough. Yeah. Agree. How old is Hine? Great question. Uh, Sam? Quick Googling. Hi, Nibby. I'm not going to guess. I'm always so wrong. 28. Is that your guess or you're telling yep, me? Yep, that's my guess. No, that's oh, well, you cheated. Not. He's 28. Bullshit. <laughs> no, swear. 
I can't type that fast. You know that. It's true. It wouldn't have been hind age. It would have been hund ug. Yeah. <laughs> um, as opposed to Mass, who's 19, so yeah, fair enough. Oh, yeah. And I don't think Hind's the way forward, but if you want no, to. No, and as I said, I think Hind, it's just D'Ambrosio's kicking that yeah. you want that because. Dangerous. Like our, our style should be to take marks in the back line, get the ball back, and then move it by foot forward. Like not yeah. run and carry because we have a little bit, but not certainly not over handballing that we're so no, guilty. Not of. everyone then gets dragged up the ground and then the ball gets turned over by a bad kick and yeah, poo comes um, out. Thanks for that. Uh, you threw me off completely. So we're going to have a chat about season expectations now, and then we're going to yep. talk giveaway. Oh, giveaways! So, you mentioned that early. People stay. No, I really should have, shouldn't that. I? That was—it's kind of the whole reason why we do giveaways. But anyway, we'll oh, learn. Selling points then. If I've been doing it two years now. Um, happy anniversary, by the way. Two years. Yeah. I didn't get you anything. No, neither. Um, oh God, it's my wife's anniversary. It's our anniversary in two days. I better remember. Happy anniversary, Mister and Mrs. Nathan. Fifteen years. Jesus. <laughs> um. Digress. Anyway, sorry. So yeah, we'll talk about. That's fine. It's cute. It's nice. Um, we'll talk about season expectations. Then we'll have a look at giveaways. There we go. Stick around. Stick around for some giveaways. Um, It's like we should have cut to an ad then. It's definitely going. Yeah, definitely going in the title on YouTube because I forgot to mention it off the top. Mm. Expectations. Now I'm going to start with something, and then we'll talk about our own expectations. Jordan Mm -hmm. Lewis. Um, normally about this time of year, some, some guys come out, some, sorry, some like a Mick Malthouse moment and journalists come out and say, yeah, Essendon can make the eight. Normally it's David King. Pretty sure David King said it would be the flag two years back. <laughs> I thought um, that was Malthouse, wasn't it? It said it. Oh, definitely King. Oh, I'm not sure about Malthouse. Yep. I mean, both off the fucking rails. Anyway, um, Jordan Lewis has said we can make finals. Now, normally I would just go for whatever champ, but he was part of the review. So He's been heavily in the club and I guess there's a tiny fraction bit more weight behind what he says as opposed to maybe some others. I disagree, but it's worth the mention. Any thoughts on that? I, I do agree with the, the point that you're making that he's he's been inside the club with because he was involved in the coach selection. And the review. Or, the whole review. Yeah, the review. Yeah, part of that process. So he's got a good understanding of the club. I can understand why people think we're going to be better because maybe they, maybe when you've been internally and seen the issues that we had with under truck, like, oh God, how were they doing that? Or, oh my God, they were miles off there. You know, maybe he's going, well, any, they're going to have some improvement because you've got to improve from that rubbish. Like, maybe that's, you know, he's like, oh, there's just going to be natural improvement there. You know, like, they'll be how to run out of game and they'll be able to defend. You know, just a couple of things like that. So, yeah, I do think it's interesting because, as you say, he he should know the club. He's not just well, I've watched him play a game; they look really good. And that was we the thing. And that, that was the first thing I did. I was like, "Oh, piss off! Not we don't, we don't yeah. need this expectation." And then I think it was you that said, "Well, he would know." Yeah. Um, which, I don't. I don't necessarily think. I don't know. When you, I, well, I have no idea how we'll go. We'll look at the general AFL predictions later, but you could fit twelve teams into the eight, like, and we're not one of them still for me. 
100%. So, we're, we're not anywhere near it. When you, I watched, as we talked about, I watched all the games from the weekend. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get there, don't Yeah, you? we're nowhere near some of the good teams. Like, we are so far off them. Which is okay. Mm, of course it is. I'm it's not, expected. We're not, I'm not, I won't speak for everyone else. I'm not expecting grand, great things. If we finish 10th, 12th and actually play some consistent football, get some, and then, well, the main issue was that transition. Get that sort of covered. Um, get some structure, get some defensive ability, no disrespect, I'll be happy. Win eight, eight, ten games, happy days. If we can get our team defending numbers down from whatever they were last year, which were abysmal. Abysmal, yeah, good word. Then if we can get that down and we can put more pressure on and score a few more goals from, again, tackles and stuff in the midfield, then and we can carry on our pretty decent um, center clearances and stuff like mm-hmm. that. We were quite good at that last year. There wasn't a problem there. And that natural improvement of Draper and those sort of guys, I don't Shields shouldn't improve, but should be just as good. Be better than what he was last year, yeah. Well, he was pretty good in patches. I think he was leading clearance. or yes. his Senate, top leading center clearance. Center center. So if he's in that top three again, if Parrish pulls his finger out and plays the sort of footy we know he can, Merritt's going to want to lead because he's now the new captain. We should have made some mention of that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so I think, yeah, there's improvement, but if those guys don't and it's left to the young kids, like the Perkins and the Reeds and the Coxes, and then I'll be really upset. Mm. Well, I think that that's the obvious places where we can improve is that on-field leadership mm. players like Shield, and we shouldn't bash Shield too much pre-season, but, but he was abysmal. He was typical of the club really, um, but he's one That's of the 28-year-olds that has to, like, he's paid a lot of money. Not that he's paid a lot of money, but he has to start to play good what, footy consistently. He is paid a lot of money. And he's paid but, a lot of money to do a job. And he hasn't been doing that job. So yeah, same, that's and fair that's enough. The same with Parrish. And I think Merritt's been very good over his career. I can't bash him. Very hard no. to bash him. But yep. Parrish, if he's fit, he needs to get back to that clearance. To that player that only won the brown line. Well, just even the guy that can get, you know, 25 to 30 touches, heap of clearances, defend the ball, tackle. He needs – the other thing when you look at the stats of our players, our midfields just don't tackle enough. They just need to find a way to tackle more. Um, so hmm. essentially what we're saying, which is beautifully um, generic. Oh. <laughs> is, somewhere. We just want to see a bit of improvement across the board. Well, so final seen... question, would there be a club realistically sitting there going, yeah, we, we think we might get a bit worse, but it's oh, okay. Good point. Because, well, North Melbourne, no. Um, <laughs> oh, you're right. And Hawthorne. we wouldn't I reckon be, Hawthorne have I think there's going to be, like, if you clubs that have got new coaches, like St Kilda, North Melbourne, and us, that's about it, I think. Mm, yep. There's always a little bit of you know, time it will take to, to learn the new coach's ways and new styles and, and you know, lose, as someone said, to, you know, forget about trucks, what truckers taught us and, 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 and how they'll fall back on, into that way under pressure. Like when teams are really coming at us, yep. Yep. we'll okay. shit our poo-poo pants and, and we'll, you know, do those things again. Because until you get confident and know that a system works, then you're going to be scared or not. Yeah, and that's fair. And that, that's right. That's human nature. And that's... Mm that's the kind of progression we want to see throughout the year is we might do that a bit early doors. And then as the season goes on, we might do it a bit less. And then by the end of the year, we might see some decent football that mm. 2024, we go, Hey, we what do you think is the number of games acceptable win? When you have a look at the fact that I think we play like, well, first three or four. So we've got like um, Hawthorne, St. Kilda, 
Gold Coast. Gold Coast, yeah, that's the first three. Yep, and then we might play like a Melbourne or something like that. Someone a bit. Yeah, it's that magic sure round, but not magic round. Gather round. Um, <laughs> is it twenty three game season? Because there's a twenty four yeah, round. Extra one. So it is the extra game. Yep. Um. So certainly Suns, not expecting a oh, it's Giants then Melbourne. Giants, yeah, okay. Look, realistically, so we four. could be four. That that's four winnable games. Maybe less so St Kilda. I think they're still a yep. bit ahead. Suns didn't look good in the preseason Suns without two. Could but... be a little bit ahead still. A lot ahead yep. actually. So that's maybe played two here though. Two. Yeah, I'll expect to beat Hawthorne, which expectation is a dangerous thing. Yeah. So if we lose to Hawthorne by thirty points, we're we're having to see ahead crying. Membership in the microwave round one. Oh, Love it. I'd be I'll be frustrated if we lose to Hawthorne because I don't even see them winning a game with the team that. What, no, like, they've that, and that's what I mean. They've got a bunch of nobodies. Like, and, and no offense, I've got some pretty talented young kids, but they're kids. Warple and um, Jai, what's his name? Jai Cully, Jai Jai. Can't think of his last name. Like no, he's come out of the VFL a couple of years ago, and he's going to be their number oh. one midfielder. Yep. I know the guy. Yep. We all yeah. know who you mean. Warple's had a couple of horrendous years. Um, and their best player in the preseason was um uh the young kid um that they drafted at pick six, um McKenzie. Like he looked really good. John Newcomb was John Newcomb. He like he if you look at the center bouncers, he's their number one center bouncer tender. Hmm. So that's a very young in his like compared to what I think should be Parish Merritt. Shield. I know they're not the greatest players in the world, but they should be able to sort them out. You'd hope so. And Ruckman, who's their Ruckman these days? Reese and um, Meat, who's yeah. come from Meat came from uh, okay. Fremo, and Reese played last year. Big tall, very like two hundred twelve, so maybe a oh, huge kid, big boy. But still, no, no McAvoy, no big body. No Ruckman. Right. Um, I, I, hey Alfie's back. Hey Alfie, um. Sorry. In terms of number of wins, twenty-three games, I'd be quite happy with nine, ten. Like yep. we're not making finals on that. That's fine. That's an improvement yep. on last year. Fine. Get a good draft pick. Just yeah. Just be more consistent. That's just that's, defend better. Defend better and you know, lose lose to top four sides. Whatever. There's no point in beating a top four side, which we tend to do, and but, then lose to second last. Not lose by sixty. Odd points and in the first round and 60 points in the last round. Maybe don't burst our bubble too much too soon. Yeah, try and lose to good teams by 30, 40 points and be really close with teams we're yeah. right around the if, mark with. If we're playing Melbourne, Richmond, Geelong, and we lose by 35 points, all right. Yeah. On the chin, that's fine. But if we're taking if you're 40 point out losses water, to, to Gold Coast or North Melbourne, I'm like, fuck me, that's horrible. Don't yeah. even speak that into existence. Yeah, but if that happened, like that's when I'm like, well, something's not right. Like, and yeah. at what point, if we okay, here's the other side. If we end up at the end of the year and we're rubbish, at what point do you say, well, it's not the coach anymore? Can't be the coach. We've had three coaches that. Well, there was a conversation for that this or last year, sorry, in the last season. I think then you look at the rumors, and they were just rumors last year that the players didn't want to play trucks style, mm. and I don't like that on the face of it. Then that probably gets brought up again, and he's talked about a bit more. I don't think, as professional footballers, you can do that. I'd, yeah, I'd be surprised if they to do it. Yeah, and I'd be very surprised if Brad Scott puts up with that. I think he'd be like, like "Righto, champ, have fun playing the VFL," mm. and that's fine. 
not like Truck who sends Shield back to the VFL and then I actually can come on and play now. I've taught you your lesson. Uh, dear. All right. Is it it giveaway time? Sorry? Is it giveaway time? Yeah. Boom. Now. You want some music? Nah. Copyrighted. Air guitar. Yeah. Beauty. Um, Now, I. I, This is going to be fun, right? And I want to say, first and foremost, I'm entirely grateful to the football club for giving us free stuff to give away. We um, love the Eston Football Club and what they do. They gave us a signed football last year and they've given us some more stuff this year. It is obviously they don't have to do any of that and we truly, truly appreciate it. However, this is hilarious. Right, but so bear with me. This is a bit like, you know, when somebody somebody you sitting around goes, I'm not racist, but. Well, wait, whoa. whoa and you go, oh, God, whoa, here it comes. Calm down. Let's not do that. Um, oh. I'm just going to have to turn off my background for a minute because. Um, oh God. We get to see. What about the couch? Oh, it's so boring in the back there. Yeah. Sam. But you'll be able to see, right? So, first of all, it comes in a nice little pair, a bag, oh, which is pretty. actually really nice. That's probably the highlight, if I'm honest. Again, really appreciate the club. <laughs> Let me just see. Suddenly downhill from here, people. Let me just see which one this is first, and then we'll talk. Um, oh, let's not go that one first. All right, hang on. Should have been more prepared. He's building right. this up. This oh, will be exciting. Shit. Same bag. It's, well, not, oh, God. He's just knocking things down. It's all turning pear shaped before I'll save me. Another, another, another bag. Um, so the two separate bags. Just two separate bags. And they are really cool bags. Like, I'd be really Inside happy. Inside the bags are. Is, now, they are youth large. Which is obviously not going to fit us. As number six. Signed. And with a nice J at the now, start. Now, number six is. We all. That's. Jai Caldwell. Jai Caldwell. Caldwell. Jay, Jai Caldwell. Now, you can probably see where I'm going here. So, I had a look at the tag on them, and it says, I don't know if it'll focus. Oh, you have to, you'll have to believe all. me. 2020 replica home Jersey, right? Guernsey. Jersey? I thought, yeah, shut up. <laughs> and I thought, interesting. Interesting. 2020. That, we still had Joe in 2020, didn't we? We didn't have Joe Caldwell. Yeah, if you forgive me, you know, just exit stage right for a moment. We really haven't planned this well. I'll just fill. So. Okay, it was right there. Oh, shit. It was right there. Now. Oh, was, remember, remember Joe? Remember Joe? We remember, remember Joe? Remember Joe? Yeah, there's a nice little signature there. Yep. By the way, no idea what to do with that. If you want it, let me know because I don't really care. Um, Let's look at that signature again. That is the signature of Joe Danaher. So what we're telling you is that I've sent us a 2020 jumper of Joe Danaher, who knows longer is obviously at the club. No longer plays for the Essendon Football Club. And he's a bit polarizing, if you ask me. A lot of people don't like him, and understandably. Now, you can probably see where this is going uh, with the second jumper. (laughs) Now, the problem with the first one was it was Jay. Joe, Jai. It was confusing for a period of time. Because we're trying one. to work out how that that um, Danaher was called, but I mean, oh, I kind of see it. Yeah, it's there. Whereas this, I didn't one... even second guess it until I really thought about twenty twenty. I went, oh, this one is number eleven, and yeah. I can't read that as. Oh shoot, that's right. No, that's fine. As Will Snelling, Snelling. is obviously like, our number. Looks like Dobby, if you ask me. Yeah, but it does look like Dobby. Number eleven is is Will Snelling. Wasn't in twenty twenty, was it? It's David Zaharakis. I still can't see David Zaharakis in that. I can't either. I've got no idea. We should that... probably Google his signature or something online. I tried. I didn't find it. Uh, it literally says D Dobby. 
Um, <laughs> so, so was there a VFL player at the time? If anyone no, knows, no. if anyone knows who's that signature is, maybe that can be the competition. If you get get the signature right, get the signature. Sarak is himself. Okay, it's mine. You yeah. can get the jump. You can have that. it. You can have it. You can wear it on Survivor or whatever friggin' show he was on. So from this, we'll be giving away two jumpers. <laughs> well, lovely bags. <laughs> yeah, and if you you know if you win the Joe one, you can probably have the friggin' photo. To be honest, it's not. Um... Sam, I don't know if you want to give that up. That seems harsh. It's been sitting collecting dust because I don't know what to do with it. Anyway, we've got to work out. One of the thoughts we had was that so the biggest, the biggest loser at the club, like whoever we think's had the worst year, and we vote on them throughout the year. Like you know, you give you three, two, one, and then you give a one vote to just who just had a shocking game. And at the end of the year, when we work out who that is, if people can guess, then they get a chance to win the jumpers because the guys are no longer at the club. Yeah. That is that is one thought. There's there's a number of ways we can do it, but I think we have to accept that probably not great giveaways. Um, in terms of last year, it was a signed football signed by the whole football club, and that's a great giveaway. Mm. This is a great giveaway in a completely different way. Mm. It's a bit of a joke. The thing um, is, you could give it to your son, and he could still wear it while he goes to a footy game. Or daughter. Or daughter, of course. It's wearing at the Don Pod. Um, Nathan's a boomer. I'm not. That's, you know, we'll get there. Um, <laughs> not even a boomer, I don't think. No. What we're going to do is we're going we're gonna to throw it open to the listeners. Whether you're on Facebook, whether you're on or on YouTube, you can't comment on Spotify or Apple, obviously. Jump on YouTube or Facebook. I don't know that. And comment. What do you think? What do you think we should do? Um, I'm happy to give it away if you've, someone's got a kid and they just want to wear an Essendon jumper. Like, that's totally fine. Mm. But it is it is quite humorous that they've stitched us up. We still bit. love the Essendon Football Club, too, just let everyone know. Absolutely, and I'm so grateful. And I didn't even But next time we might mention in the email if we can get a recent or a current, current player. It, it is. A, I mean, as, as grateful as I am, it is a bit of a stitch up, isn't it? Maybe like, next time we'll buy the jumper, send it in. And well, that was the suggestion. They said we can give you some jumpers and you can come to the training session and get them signed. I'm like, well, bro, I live three and a half, four hours away, so do you. Well, if I can't uh, just pop down on a Friday and um, get some ciggies. But we would, I would really like to go to a training thing. That's something we should do. We, we do a live yeah. podcast from the training. Well, a bit like our competition friends at um, the other one. What are they called? Oh, um, yeah, I know. You're talking about, uh, let's not mention them. <laughs> Who is it? What are they called? The lunchtime catch-up? Uh, that seems right, yep. I'm sorry, guys, if you're listening. I, I'm not trying to be a dick. I He's not. quite envious He's... of you being at the football club and being able to do your podcast. That's fantastic. Um, anyway. Oh, is that better? Give, give us a comment. Let us know. I, I do have a signed Jake Stringer jumper. No! Let me finish, please that I'm happy to give away at the end of the year on the condition, it's, it's conditional because I'm not sure if I want to give it away yet, that we get 1,000 subscribers on YouTube. Oh, we're safe. We are safe, yep. Safe, um, that's not happening. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube and we'll... You can have mine. Mine's framed as well. Yours, no, you, well, you like... Oh, I can't decide what I want to do with mine is the biggest issue. Mine's on the wall. Uh, Alfie's asked me to hold up Dobby. Um, now be a oh, great time yeah. for my Dobby signature. impression. I don't think it. Uh, now, this for all the people who are just listening on a podcast without a video feed. 
Oh, Sam. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Sorry to those. You just have to trust us. <laughs> just for those people listening and not having any video. Sam is holding up a football jumper with bad signatures on it, just so we all know what's going on. Right, and this yeah. one looks like it's it's got number 11 and then it's got Go Daddy on it. <laughs> or Go Dobby if you... Dobby, possibly. Is that all right? It does look like you... Dobby. There's no Zaharakis in that. Like, I don't... There's no Zaharakis. And there's, there's no, no Snelling. Snelling. Who was number? Did we miss did either of them? Did either of them have a nickname? Did we miss someone who was number eleven? Like it was Zaharakis. Did there was a year when it, maybe Snelling didn't have it, and it was someone else? Oh, can we? Maybe we just haven't researched this at all properly, and it'll pop up and go. Oh, that's well, such... no one's commented it, which is good. Um, Alfie's followed up. Can you hold it up again with WTF? What so that was that's right. yeah, that one. So in 2020, number 11 was David Zaharakis. 2021? Uh, and he had it for the whole time he was there, wasn't it? That was his number. Like Pretty maybe much first from, year, I don't remember. But... From the get-go, yeah. yeah. Number 11, uh, 2021, it was Zaharakis. Yeah, so he left in 21. Yeah, 2019, just in case it was the start. Oh, it would have been Zaharakis. Duh. It would have been Zaharakis. No difference there. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so, so hmm. no idea. If you no know, idea. let us Back know. Back to the don't knows. And if you are listening to it on Spotify or um, the other one, Apple, uh, we're we apologize. Fifty-five minutes in, you'll get the video. Um, uh, it's been it's a while, fun. okay? We're rusty. Maybe it was one of the one game num one. What? Maybe it was a one of the gamers numbers. Oh, the, I don't the, know what you mean. What year did we? No, no, that was in sixteen. Oh, the game like is in our EA? Oh, not EA. Oh, the, oh no, that'd be worse. The game, I don't know what he's talking about. Well, it wouldn't be like um like they other, have had numbers. We didn't have women then, did we? There was no women's league. We had a VFL women's. Okay, could it be them? Could it be the game? Is as he's talking about sports one possible? What oh, about they the have numbers um, though? I don't the think wheelchair it, team. Yeah, it could be wheelchair. I don't think the esports guys would have numbers on their jumper. I don't think, and they wouldn't sign an Essendon jumper. They wouldn't wear Essendon jumpers. They wore like long. They had their own t-shirts, sort of. I thing, can't yeah. imagine gamers wearing a footy jumper. No, but we're not going to cast chairs. Oh, I'm casting. Okay, that's fine. I'm a gamer. If you yes. come at me, it's fine. You don't um, even like wearing a footy jumper to the footy, like. No, that's yeah. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure you're not going to wear one gaming. The girls aren't a bad shout because we would have had the VFL women's then. And possibly the wheelchair team, who were quite successful, I believe. Yeah, yeah, they were very good. But anyway, it seems a bit niche. It seems a bit odd that that's what they would give us. That's that's all. Let's move on. Um, there you go. Give away thousand subs on YouTube, and I'll give away my signed stringer jumper. Um, general AFL predictions. That's all we've got to talk about now. So I'll just throw a few questions at you. I think that's all we need to do. Uh, Premiership. Uh, well, just going on watching, I, I think I watched all the games on the weekend. Um, Melbourne look awesome. Mm-hmm. Bulldogs looked really good with their four tools with um, Google Hagen. Um, what's his name? Sam, uh, the father Darcy. of um, Darcy, um, the headband guy, Norton, Norton, thanks. And with Lob in the team, backing up, um, English in the rock, Spicano. Um, English, Spicano. Wasn't uh, aware that the Don Pod needed a freaking interpreter. Uh, that Spicano English. Um, so they look really strong. Like 
tall. Like watching them, I thought, geez, how, you know, we can't play Laverde, Zerk Thatcher, and Ridley. Like, our guys are midgets compared to their forwards. They, and they're all very good tall marking. Like, op- like, they take pack marks, all those guys. So there's a real challenge. Uh, and the other one I thought was Brisbane. Like, uh, Dunkley is just, oh, how the Bulldogs didn't play him full time midfield. Like, I just go, oh, I don't know. You've lost a player there because he looks nearly Brownlow sort of player. Um, with him and Neil and obviously McCluggage, um, another guy. And their young kid, um, what's his name? Um, uh, Ashcroft. Ashcroft. Oh. But they are, they're going to destroy teams on the inside of the midfield because those guys can all go and get the ball and use it very, very well. Um, so... And then kick again to tall forwards that they've got a few of that are going to hurt some teams too. Defence is like... still a bit of their weakness, but I don't think the ball will be down there much. If I can refer to my previous question, who's winning the who's winning the premiership? I don't know. I'm saying that I think that those three teams, oh, depending on leaving you. Well, if I was happen. to throw one out there, I'll go Brisbane. Thank you. Um, I you my first prediction was Richmond. Mm. Yeah, a bit gross. Um, after preseason, Melbourne. Mm, fair enough. Well, did you watch the Richmond game? They just looked atrocious. Saw they looked... snippets, yeah, and so, Grundy, Grundy yeah. Gorn, thats amazing. Um, Which again, Brisbane, like... Brisbane are a good yeah. shout still for all the reasons you just yep. mentioned. But yeah, I'm going the D's. So to talk quickly about the D's, how does Essendon go up against Grundy Gorn? Like Draper will be rucking by himself, and well, I think that's possibly the game you play Phillips as well. Well, that's right. Do you drop Wiedemann or Jones or something like that and have just to play them both? Set? You can yeah. play Wiedemann and Phillips. Yep. Because like you watch, I watch that and I'm like, God. Because Grundy, or Gorn can be against their number one, right? Like he was up against um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Nace. No, no. What's their ruckman? Buddy Nace. Who? Um, the Richmond. Nan Curvis. who's a very good ruckman. And so when he went off, it, Grundy came on to challenge up their um their second ruckman, and you're like, well, you've just nearly upgraded Ruckman's like and you look at a lot of teams second Ruckman and they will destroy teams in that midfield like when if Grundy's the second Ruckman he's tapping down to Oliver and Petrarca and those guys Viney yeah where are we at yeah yeah uh Brownlow so Brownlow oh as I said I think Dunkley's a very good shot Bontem Pally looked unreal for the doggies if he's fit which he's, they all reports are he's had a really good preseason. Had was carrying a few injuries last year. I hate one of the yeah, most frustrating things. It's a time of year for that sort of. Comment. But it's one of the more frustrating things as a fantasy person that you hear the year after that these guys were carrying injuries. Like, <laughs> why can't they report it during the year that they're yeah. carrying all these things? And that's why they're struggling to get through games. Well, not all of uh, us are hung up. Wonder Pally and Dunkley, I think, are really good shouts. Um, just pick one. Put your put your preferbers on. I'll go Bond Pally because the umpires love him. But Dunkley will be right on his tail. Right, I'm going to go with a bit of an out there one because I like to keep it interesting. Because they took Miller. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Mining service is, is the hamstring injuries carrying at the moment. But... Yeah, well, maybe. But I'm a big fan of Took. So oh, great player. Uh, 100%. Um, Coleman, and you can say Peter Wright. No, I won't say Peter Wright. I think there's boring. I would. Gee, that's a good one. Probably or Cameron again? No, I I think that I think they're. I'm going to call it. And I call it every year. Geelong are on the slide. <laughs> yeah, I've accepted. Teams will run past them with pace. Okay. Um, I will probably go. Uh, probably. Um, what's his name from? Um, 
Carlton, who McKay, McKay. McKay, yep. Not not Charlie. Definitely McKay. Yeah, possibly. Well, I'll go McKay. I'm going to say right just because it's an SNM podcast and I feel like someone should, but probably mm. Charlie Cameron. I'm going to go from Carlton. Yep. I'll go the other one. Again, there's um, another team with two really tall marking forward options there in, in McKay and, and Charlie Cameron. Like, really two, good players. Two Coleman medalists. Yeah. Uh, wooden Spoon? Uh, Hawthorne by, I nearly think, the length of Flemington Strait, but yep. North Melbourne might be chasing them. I'll, I'm happy to go with um, Hawks. That's why this first game is so important for us. Yes, big deal. Um, although it should be said that useful exuberance, round one's the mm. game you might be the best shot in. Not yeah, making yeah. excuses before it happens, but just making excuses before it happens. Um, <laughs> Perfect. And the question I like to um, include in this is the first coach to be sacked. Oh, or good. resign, you know, or leave resign. the club. Yeah, you have to not be at the club. Yeah, good question. Um, well, I think Port Adelaide's coach, Ken Hinckley, will oh, yeah. be – they've got – Port Adelaide have got a horrible first six games. Like, um, it's – and he's in his last year, so – and yep. hasn't signed so for this there. So they've got Brisbane, yep. Collingwood, Crows. That's a tough one because it's Crows. Sydney, Dogs, and then West Coast. Like, Jesus, yeah. Rough. But if there's say one and five, and the finals are gone again like they were last year, they'll just go. Well, what's the point? And that point, yeah. Well, then they could. Uh, same argument could be. What's the point in sacking him? Well, what's the point of keeping him? If yeah, you know, I agree. Then, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think you I might as well just get another coach in and start the process. I had Inkley as well. Um, yeah. A few shouts for Adam Simpson, but again, I think West Coast have resigned to their fate. I think if West Coast sack, they, they would have. Already. They're going to be rubbish, so he's going to be part of the rebuild, you'd think. Yes, that seems to be the avenue they've gone. Um, M- One out there too would be if the Suns, which they just looked horrible in the preseason, and look, could, again, it's just preseason, I don't know. If they I, finished in that bottom four or five again... I don't mate, reckon, Stuart, you'll get sacked because you signed a two-year know. deal. Must it's be. funny, I was thinking about the Suns day, like... Peter Wright left them. He couldn't get a game with them and has now won a best and fairest year and kicked 50 goals in the second year, 35 goals in his first year. Yep. The other one that couldn't get a game with them is Will... Um, oh, what's his name? Is it um, Fremantle? Um, Will... Yeah, I know who you mean. Oh, he played midfield there all year last year and like had 30 touches. Like, it was really good. Will Brody? Will Brody. And he played... Two or three or four games last year, the year before, and four, two or three games the year before that. And I'm thinking, why is it when he the two players are leaving, like they're not getting games, and goals for other clubs just look like absolute guns? Like, yeah. I think they've sorted a bit of that out now. Mm. Um, they would have been a bit bit mad to lose Rankin. Yeah, Rankin. He was. Um, he's looks like he's gonna be a good player too. So, but I mean, my point about those two guys is they weren't even playing them. Like. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah, that's fair. Like, Wright didn't get a game in his last year, and he came to us in 35 in the first year, 50 in his second. So and you'd have to 100. ask why. And they went and got that Carlton reject to fill in his spot, really. Who has been okay, Kaz Of course he has, but you had and a 25-year-old version. Chol. Yeah. And Charles been, been great. Charles yeah. a good pick because he's a young kid still. Yeah. Uh, I think that's all for the... Biggest flop? Who's gonna Who's gonna fall away dramatically, and we're all gonna be sitting there going, "Geez, oh, well, they're a bit shit." Okay, I can't. I also think I'm really concerned about Richmond, but it could I be just a preseason long. preseason thing. But their game is built on pressure mm. and pressure around the contest. And 
if that's off by a bit or teams are just all of a sudden like get outside them, they run over them. And mm. I, I just thought that Melbourne, Brisbane and Dogs looked really quick and really skillful. Again, yep. preseason, don't know. Yeah. Some teams aren't trying 100% and all that sort of stuff, but ooh, they're good teams. There's no doubts about that. They've all been in prelims and grand finals. On the back of that, should mm. Richmond be, I don't know what their start of their season looks like, if they're 3-7 and seven after 10? 3-7 mm. seven losses or 3. Yeah, yeah. Is Dimmer in that conversation for first coach? Is he, Ooh, or question. is he safe? Is he, is he untouchable for now? Well, I don't. You'd have to think he's safe. I don't think he's safe because he's he's sold it, and you'd have to agree that if I'm a Richmond supporter, you've been sold that they're going to be good again this year. Mm, 100%. Because I've got in Taranto and Hopper, and I've kept Rewalt, and I've kept, you know, a lot of these guys that you could have said, all right, let's maybe go a different direction, get our draft picks and move forward. I mean, you would have still gone Taranto. He's only 24 or 5, something like that, I guess, and he's a good player to have in any club. And they didn't pay much for him. which still No, no. No Him way. and Hopper can be really good players, so that's fine. But you know, Cochin and Rewalt and a few others, you know, that, that hung around, thinking that this year was meant to be successful. If they're not, as you're saying, then yeah, I don't know if they'd sack him on that. But I don't think so either. I was just yeah. being a bit devil's advocate. No, no, no. Great question though. Um, I think they'd be very disappointed. You know who I really hope fall off. Mm. I mean, this is full of malice. St Kilda. <coughs> Full of mouths, yes. Just Ross Lyon. No. Oh, yeah, no. 100% him. Not, not anything to do with the, other, the rest of the football club. Him, specifically. Yep. <laughs> um, the other one, was... too, I'd throw out that I'd be re- I'm really interested in this year is Collingwood because yeah, I reckon they, they had a lot of wins by year. a kick last year that that might not go that, this way or that way this year. And that... You know, they're still a good side. So I've got some good players, but anyway, I, I think they could be someone that might drop off. I think they overachieved last year for sure. Um, I think they did. And I, I, I think probably Collingwood's board certainly wouldn't agree with that, but I think that I they came from bottom four into top four. Mm. So they could be middle of the road this year. I don't reckon they're top four. I reckon they're top eight still, but yeah, maybe not top four. Yep. As long as they beat a Manzac day and they don't win the flag, I don't really give a shit. <laughs> um. <laughs> Same with Carlton. As long as we beat them, they don't win the flag. I don't care. Again, they're another interesting team. One game, well, you know, one point off the eight. Will they be better this year? What worries me if I'm a Carlton supporter, mm. which, thank Christ, I'm not, is the fact that last year they had such a soft draw and they still yep. missed out. This year, they're not going to have a soft draw. Yeah, they might. They'll probably improve. They'll probably win a few extra games too. But I don't know if... I don't have confidence that... They will because they last year was their year to do it because they had such a nice easy draw, not easy draw, yep. but one of the easier draws. One of the easier, um, and they didn't do it. So, mm. I think oh, to the other one back to Collingwood was I think I wonder how Grundy if Grundy plays in a grand final this year and possibly even wins one, and they've paid him for that year. I reckon as a Collingwood supporter, like it's a slap stuffed up their their pay so poorly that they've had to get rid of guys. And look, they've still haven't had success, but they haven't been horrible last year. So it's working for them at the moment. Mm. But it's yeah, not what you want in the club. And no apparently I've read that Carlton might be doing a, be in a little bit of trouble too. They might have overpaid some players and now their salary cap might be getting a little tight. Mm. 
Anyone so there could be some guys because I think Mackay might be coming up for. I think it's, no, he might. No, sign. Mackay signed. Mackay. It's the North Melbourne one that's coming up. Both signed the, mega deals. The North Melbourne one's coming up this year, I think. I think he resigned last year too. To be honest, oh, I don't reckon he. I thought I heard something. Anyway, anyway, um, yeah, Carlton can go and get stuffed. Collingwood can go and get stuffed. Ginevan will be interesting if he how he comes back given his issues. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't again. Don't care. Just as long as he doesn't play Anzac Day, I can't do that again. Well, um, I don't care if he plays Anzac Day. He's only going to kick freaking four goals and run through him here. Kelly plays on him and looks like a dick. Still gives me nightmares. Oh. Um, all right, we probably need to wrap up. We've been going on for an hour and a quarter. If you just want to turn off now, guys, we'll just keep talking amongst ourselves. Yeah, we'll um, have our conversation. <laughs> we never see the man anymore. We never talk. Yeah, no, work times do not um, lap, overlap at the moment. Don't at all. Um, any final thoughts in terms of forecasting for 2023? Uh, no. no. I mean, just I, I look, was it the 16th? Is it round one Thursday? Yeah, our game's the Sunday, the nineteenth. Yep. So just I'll, I'll be watching. Th- I'll be watching all the games. I'll be looking forward to watching footy again. Um, mm-hmm. I miss it. I, I like footy. That's why I watch really? preseason games and replays from last year. I watched the last. Yeah. So a few weeks ago, I started watching the replays of the Essendon games from last year. I don't know how you do it. I oh, chucked on uh, AFL on YouTube. Put a top 10 Essendon moment or top 15 Essendon moments of 2022. Yeah. Yeah. And like the first five highlights were nothing. Like they were like just general play goals. I'm like, oh Jesus, this isn't good. But then you forget that it ended with the goal of the year. Me. So that got me up and about. Yeah. Yeah, no, fair enough. I'm, I'm interested to see how he goes this year. I, I've read some stats that his numbers are moving towards like a goal. He's in that fourth yeah. year, you know, he's, I love He's the number one ruckman. He's got a lot of responsibility, so be interesting. I need to grab a mallet in, in honour of the man. Um, Don't be that guy. No, You're not that guy. I'll leave it to the cool guys. Cool you have to be kind of half tough. Well, both Sams at the Essendon Football Club have mullets, so I think it's only... Yeah, but they're both hard units. No By the time Sam. I grow a mullet, they'll probably both be dead, but, you know. No, that's you with a beard, I would have thought. I shaved it. It was better. <laughs> A lot all better. right, all right, we're waffling. Um, we for the plan for this year will be just reviews again. Well, um, unless we start winning, yeah. Well, uh, that's what broke us last time, didn't it? We couldn't, we couldn't deal with talking about losses every week. Previews are hard. It's pretty much the same stuff every week. If we kick more points, we'll win. <laughs> so, um, reviews on a Monday night. Unless... They say that in the before game. Look, guys, just kick more points and yep. we'll win. Give 110%, um, win, win the midfield battle and kick more goals. Good. Stop them kicking and you guys kick yeah. goals. Boom, yeah. goals, Remarkably win. simple game. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we'll stick to the pre- uh, reviews. Sorry for now. Monday night reviews and uh, obviously yeah. unless it's... Anti-tank. We might do a few cheeky things in between. Yeah, if there's a need, we'll jump on. If we have to sack our coach by round 10. <laughs> we'll have a crisis meeting by round five. Oh, Parish has already traded out at mid-season oh, draft. Don't, don't even. <laughs> All right. Go Dons, and we'll see you after we beat Hawthorne in round one. Go Bombers.